what we want to do is, as we conclude the Akdama, the Ramchal says that he found in the sequencing of the Brahmsar a way of being able to reach perfection in Midas. Now, what I want to do is, I want to refer you to in the Seder of Ikuach, even though it's going a little bit further in the Sefer, I, want to, I think it's pertinent for now. Um, says the in our discussion between the, the dialogue between the Chochem and the Chosid so the Chochem says I want to know how to do this how do I how am I able to incorporate the critical points of avoiding into my life so the Chosid replies back to him I found a way of doing it as we've said repeatedly that Midas requires strategy and planning and therefore, says the Chosid back to the Chochem, I found this in Rabbi Pinchas ben Yari's words. Mikan Omer Pinchas ben Yari, Torah Mavia Lidei Zahirus. Torah brings to Zahirus, which brings to Zrizos, etc. He says, Behold, according to this order, I will go level by level what the each level is and what are all the different consequences of understanding it how do you acquire it how could it possibly evade you and how to get rid of those things which cause it to evade you but you should know and now he says an interesting thing Hinei the basic starting point who limud HaTorah it's the study of Torah Without the study of Torah, you can't get off the ground. And that's why Pinchas Ben Yorah said in his Brisa, Torah Mavia Lidei Zahirus. A requirement for Midas development and the prerequisite is Limudat Torah. Now, you could understand this in one of two ways. You could understand the actual occupation of studying a Torah text that itself does it. Or you could actually, you could, you could understand that the information provided within the Torah of how to behave, that's the point of Torah which gives you a starting point for Midas. Do you understand the two? Start him. The one is that the Torah has got two components to it. The one is the instructions it gives in terms of what you should do in your life. You should put on filling, you shouldn't eat trave. That's one perspective which perhaps we could suggest is the limud Torah spoken about in the Ramchal is referring to. The other perspective is that simply by engaging in the holy endeavor of the study of Torah, regardless of the subject matter, that's what's going to form the basis of your middles. That's, that, that's two possible understandings in the Ramchal. He doesn't qualify what he means yet. He says, Limudah Torah brings to all the other Midas. So what is it about Limudah Torah which brings to all the Midas? Is it the study of Torah because that's a holy occupation and therefore it will naturally lead to other Midas? Or is it the information contained that gives you guideline, guidelines on how to live life that that will lead you to Torah? Which of those two is it? So let's go on and let's hopefully see. The Indian and co- comes along in the Messiah and explains the the, 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 the topic, the idea. 
Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Shebaris Adam, Vesam Boi HaYetzahara, HaKadosh Baruch Hu created man, and he put in him the Yetzahara, who Yisbarach Shemo Yitzchakem Gamken, Livroi Loi Refua Lamakazu. He created a cure for this disease. The disease is the Yetzah, and the cure is Torah. Not only is Torah the cure, Torah is the only cure, as it says in the Gemara in Kiddushin. Barasi Yetzahara, Barasi Loi, Torah Tavlim. I've created the Yetzahara, and I've created the Torah as the way of dealing with the Yetzahara. And then he goes on to say his famous marshal that if you don't use the cure, so then you won't get rid of the disease, no matter how hard you try. And the marshal is to a person that goes to a doctor and he has something wrong with him. And the doctor says, look, I know it's wrong with you. In order to be cured, you have to take a specific medication. And the person says, thank you very much. And then he goes randomly to the shelf of a chemist and he picks off from the shelf any random medication and he thinks look you know the doctor says I'm sick of taking medication so who cares if it's this medication another medication I'll just take it so what will happen is he'll die because he's not taking the drug which assists him in curing himself from the disease so too if a person attempts to try to cure the disease of the AIDS or horror by taking some other type of medication he will not succeed he'll only make his disease worse so now, that's the marshal. What, what, what is the nimshal? <coughs> the nimshal is... And yet we, we have to figure out. Depends what you learn, le- how do you understand Limbada Torah. If you understand Limbada Torah means sitting and learning, engaging in the study of Torah as an occupation. So then it means if a person keeps the mitzvahs but he doesn't learn Torah, so he'll be overcome by his Yetzirah. If on the other hand you understand that Limbada Torah means that you don't do things which are forbidden and you only do things which are permitted. So then, what limited term means is keeping halacha. And keeping halacha is the cure to the Yetzirah. So the question is, what is the cure to the Yetzirah? Is the cure to the Yetzirah shmir salacha? Or is the cure to the Yetzirah limited Torah? So let's go a little bit further and see what the Ramchal says and maybe we can bring a proof to it. Allow me to illustrate this clearly. And this is as follows. There's one thing we know about Kodesh Baruch Hu, and that the, his ways are above human intellect. As it says, That Kodesh Baruch Hu's ways are above us. We can't fathom what the Abishta wants. Therefore, the ways that a person acquires perfection, and true happiness, it's impossible that they should be human inventions. Since the being that's been created has been created according to a divine system which is beyond our comprehension, we can't fathom the depth of how far it goes. If a human mind now comes up with a solution to the problem of how to live life, you can be certain that it will not work because the human mind can't grasp the depth of the machine of the creation. 
since perfection itself, having the entire picture, is above the limitations of our limited cognizance, our limited understanding. We don't grasp everything all at once in the deepest possible way. It follows that a person who doesn't understand Shalem is because he himself is not Shalem. He doesn't have everything. He's not perfect. How can he guide you towards perfection? He can't grasp perfection himself. He can't lead you towards perfection. Therefore, a person can't reach perfection but through Torah. The fishem drachim lemalem because the drachim of the Torah are above our seichel. Only HaKadosh Baruch Hu could create them. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu reminds us. Who has great statues like we do? So you see from the continuation of the Ramchal that the limit that Torah he was referring to was the Shemir Samitzvah, was the Hadrochas Torah, what Torah tells you to do with your life. He says, since a person is created in a way that's beyond the comprehension, we ourselves are beyond our own comprehension, and how we're able to complete ourselves is beyond our comprehension because we don't have an experience of completion, we're imperfect, we don't know what perfection is. So how can we find a way of guiding ourselves towards perfection? We don't know what perfection is. We have never experienced it, we don't know how it works. So if we want to have a plan for perfection, we have to resort to the person, the being, that knows how perfection can be achieved. And that being is a Baruch Hu. And those ways are beyond our grasp. Those ways are called the mitzvahs. It comes out as a result of the, that it's not sufficient for a person to save himself from the Reitzer and to achieve perfection. That a person will not be able to, it's not enough that a person knows in order to perfect himself the ethical te- teachings and the psychological lessons that the world around us teaches us. In other words, if you're going to try to fix yourself up based on psychology, you're not going to succeed. We need That's what God came down and gave it to us. He didn't come down to give it to us because you could have just kind of figured it out yourself if you just opened up any random self-help book. Only special self-help books, I pardon. Then, he didn't, then the Abish didn't have to come down from Sinai. He came down from Sinai to say, if you stay a thousand years in this earthly realm and you're the greatest genius ever, you're still not going to chap how to do it. So therefore, I'll tell you how to do it. And therefore, if a person tries to achieve perfection of self by psychology, self-help, secular means, he will not get there. He will not get there. Or even just by learning Torah, not doing the mitzvahs, he won't get there. Because you never find a person in the world, even though he is really wise, that will be able to fix it up in the way that Koshbohu fixed it up. In other words, it's very poshut that in order for us to be able to know how to correct the fault in the machine, we need to go to the manufacturer. And then he'll figure out how to do it and he'll give you guidelines. And his guidelines are the way that you fix stuff up. And without those guidelines, you will never, ever, 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 ever get anywhere. 
But there's an interesting dirk in the Mrs. Hashem. Mrs. Hashem says, Yatsalani Mizesh ain't die the Adam. It's not enough to say from the Yatsa to learn the Musa that's taught amongst the non Jews. Meaning, it doesn't mean that it's completely useless. It means it won't get you the whole way. It may assist you. There may be relevance and, 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 and value to it, but it's not going to fix you up in the ultimate sense of the world. There may be, again, you can't, you can't discount as being completely irrelevant. There may be lessons to be learned, but it won't get you the whole way. Do you understand? That in order for a person to reach Shlemus, so he has to be able to access the being that understands what Shlemus is, what perfection is. I think this is a fundamental point. This is a fundamental point. This is a point which is tragically missing from our door. Our door thinks that the solutions to life lie in psychology and self-help, and the trend of Jewish books is they try to straight jacket Torah into self-help, and thereby saying, when the Torah meant this, when the Torah said this, this is what I meant, and studies have proven. So every time you say that, I'll say to you, so then why did God come down from Sinai to tell us that? You could just look at the studies. LMI, one thing you know, whatever you can derive from a study is not what's contained in Torah. Torah starts where Seichel stops. If you can figure it out yourself, the Abishter doesn't need to teach it to you. HaKadosh Baruch teaches us things that we can't know. And that's where the Gadlus Adam begins. There's a dimension of self which is beyond our grasp and beyond our reach. And that is where our perfection lies. And the tremendous tragedy of modern Jewish culture even unfortunately it's spreading its toxic tentacles into the world of Torah Judaism is the notion that psychology will fix you up it will not fix you up it may make you functional it may bring you to a point where you now can be a person involved in Torah but it will not get you the way it will get you perhaps in the door depending on if you use it properly and Perhaps yes and perhaps not. But it's not going to get you there. Daniel Israel. Could you make a kind of between psychology and psychology that's actually Torah? Just there's no such thing as psychology which is actually Torah. There's Torah and there's psychology. I'm not saying um, developing a psychology and then saying I'm Torah man whatever. I'm saying the study of Torah can be incorrectly labeled as psychology. The study of Musa. So in other words, Ravalbi, I heard him say it explicitly, I think it's even written in Al-Eshur, that Musa is the psychology of Torah. In other words, Musa is the chalik of Torah which deals with the same topics as psychology deals with. But Musa approaches it from Torah. And if you go and you say, the minute you say, the minute you create an equation and you say, this this notion in Torah is so widespread and it's been clinically proven, boom! You know one thing for sure, you were learned the wrong chat. You learned the wrong chat. If you would have learned the right chat, so then it couldn't have been reflected in some type of psychologist secular conclusions that he came up in the study. Well, why wouldn't she make it like rebuying like through physical manifestations as well, other than just talking and learning? What you're asking? Yes. I'm 
Okay, you're asking a very important question. I hear your question. Your question is as follows. Let's say that you learn in Musa a way of dealing with a particular midah, which makes you into a happier, more functional, more giving, better person. That becomes visible to the world. So let's say I incorporate this teaching from Torah into my being, and then someone else sees me doing it, understands the mechanism I'm using, mechanism I'm using, and they conclude this mechanism works. So then that will be almost extrapolating Torah from the mensch. And it could be, therefore, you're saying, that there could be psychological findings which are actually deductions from a person's successful carrying out of what the Torah guides him in doing. Without ascribing it to Torah. So that's it's possible that perhaps it is. In other words, it's possible. So again, there will always be subtle differences. In other words, because at the end of the day, even if a person's basing his knowledge on, on, they'll see something, but you'll never be able to get to the bottom of it, because you can't. You can't unless you understand the the way we understand it is that the midas are a reflection of the shama. And the Neshama is a reflection of Akash Bokhu. And that's unlimited and infinite. So you can never, ever, 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 ever understand if you're a human being. You just can't understand the person because you don't have the capacity to do so. So whatever you're going to do is always going to be dealing with one small aspect of the person. And generally, what psychology can do is it can deal with a man functioning on a non-spiritual level. If a person wants to become physically functional, in the realm of physicality, so psychology can be a, a lot of assistance. If a person is dysfunctional, meaning he can't live in life, he can't live in the natural world, so psychology, which is a natural science, can assist him living in the natural world. Torah begins living in the world of the supernature, becoming beyond the natural, not becoming a functional human being that can get along in society, becoming a superhuman being. Do you understand? So Torah begins, and there's a tremendous bizarre on Torah that we look to psychology in Torah. You can look to psychology as a way of getting in the door of Torah perhaps if you're dysfunctional and you can't cope as a human being. So now you're a human being, Derech Eretz, Kodmala Torah. That's Begeder, Derech Eretz. And that comes before Torah. A person has Seichel that built him. Now you can get into the Torah. But don't make that Torah. Don't tell me it's Torah. Don't call it Torah. Call it Derech Eretz. That's what the Ramchal says. He says, with all the wisdom in the world, you'll never ever be able to fix up one mensch. You'll never be able to do it. And the more Makushu to Torah, the more you connect it, the more the chances are that you have a shot at getting close towards perfection. The amazing history of the Jewish people has an unbroken tradition of leaders who are both intellectually and ethically excellent. Uh, the leaders of our people, 
as far as we can recall, as you see reflected in the approbations given to many of the Sfarim written over the ages, the approbations are very rarely focused exclusively on the text. They discuss the person. Because in Torah, the two components of internal perfection and intellectual perfection go hand in hand. And the amazing thing is that throughout the generations, the Gedolim have been great in turn, great in Midas. Those two things go together. They go together. He was a gone in Torah. But when it came to Midas, he was a person that was just unfathomably lovable. That he could say at his wife's funeral, Shnodi said his wife's funeral. He said, it's the custom at a funeral to beg forgiveness of the deceased for anything that you could have wronged him or her in their lifetime. Our marriage, from its outset, was, we were so close that there's no reason why I have to even ask forgiveness because I never said a word to offend my wife. I don't know how long they married for, maybe 40 years, 50 years, I don't know. And he wasn't doing it to show off. Why he said those words is probably because he, he, was, he didn't ask Mechil and maybe people would say why. But it also to illustrate that he himself, before he walked into his house, he used to brush himself off and tie himself up. And a Tommy once, once asked him, why are you doing that? He says, what do you mean? I'm about to greet the Shechina. So to understand that in a million years of Shalom Bayes courses of family, health, you will never, ever, 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 ever get to the level when you walk into the house you meet the Shekhinah. Because there's no Shekhinah. There's no Shekhinah. You may be able to have a functional relationship that you can voice your problems and communicate effectively and align your goals and do all the things that you can to be a human being, but you'll never, ever be a Jew. So I don't mind that. Gewaldic. But don't call it Torah, please. Um. <coughs> Could you say that fine, so just learning Torah will uh, since that's even better or kind of like a next step that would get you Not learning Torah understanding the framework which Torah prescribes for man to live within knowing what the halachas are how do you keep them the fact is that through your Kriya Shema in the morning brings you close to perfection through your tzitzis, your tefillin, your hachnosis, or... I, I understand. So is that, is all that what you said, can that help you become a more functioning human being in, in the natural world? So, if, if you are functional to start off with, so then that will re- take you to the next level. If so you, you have are, to be if functional if, already. Correct. If you're dysfunctional so so to be start, then you will become the biggest mess ever. So, if so per- I think it's a very... Like important thing to note because I don't think a lot of us, you know, thanks to the way the world is and whatnot, are necessarily always functional. And a lot of the messages that get told to these you. types of people Absolutely. are, you should just learn Torah and everything will go away. Absolutely incorrect. That if a person is dysfunctional and he's not a natural human being, he has no derech eretz, and you add Torah to him, it will absolutely destroy him. He'll become a bigger freak. So that's that Chiddush is explicitly stated in the works of Rabbi Avram Grzynski. I can find you this, this shtickle. But it makes so much sense. If a person has no das and you're, trying to, you're taking a mensch, you're trying to make him a super mensch, and he's not a mensch yet, and you try to give him the koichas to make him bigger than a normal person, but he's not normal, he'll just be weird. He'll be a super weirdo. So, 
Torah starts where Seichel stops. If you don't have Seichel, so Torah can't start. So that brings out at least importance to psychology. Maybe it's not Torah, but it shows you there's a so very... So the area of Derech Eretz, which psychology in certain circumstances, certain applications could benefit us, definitely is crucial for a person who's not yet functional, which I agree with 100%. What I'm saying is the tendency in the world is, is to try incorporate what is called psychology and label that as Torah. That, I believe, is a bizarre and a disgrace to what Torah is. Torah is not that. Yes, please. He mentions the three types of Chokhmah. The third one is Torah, and two before, one is like mathematics and music, and one is the actual creation of stuff, like buildings or whatever, whatever. Okay, so here are the Chorvus of Abba, and the of Abba says in his introduction, um, and all the different parts of Chochmah, according to the way they're divided, provide gates for man. Baruch opened up the gates of wisdom for man to be able to grasp the Torah and the world. Some Chochmahs are more needed to understand Torah and some Chochmahs are more required for the understanding of the world. He says certain Chochmahs are needed for Torah and certain Chochmahs are needed for the world. He doesn't say that the other Chochmahs that are needed for the world are Torah. He says they're Chochmah. Person's understanding. They open up gates for a person to understand Torah and the world. The secular Chochmahs open up the gates to understand the world and the, 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 the other Chochmahs, the Chochmahs of Torah, open up the gates to understand Torah. I'm sure I he says they do have a small aspect of Torah in them. Well, not yet. Okay. In the Hakdama, it, it, it does mention in Alphonsolos. It does mention that Torah can be assessed. Torah can be assessed from many different aspects of life. The extent of which varies. So I what the yeah, well, let's find it. Let's find it. Okay, I'll call upon him. I think this is a very crucial point as we enter into the Sefer Mitzvah Shorim, and he starts to figure it out of how we should progress further in our Vodas Hashem, we have to understand that he's starting an Aliyah in Torah. And he says, Torah Mavila days the heroes. Torah is the starting point. So you're 100% right. If we are dysfunctional, so we can't begin reading the Sefer. Well, that's... Until, until you, a human being, you can't be a Ben Torah. That's why a person needs to be Bar Mitzvah to be Chayv in the Mitzvahs. Because until then, he doesn't have Das. To have Torah, you need to have dice. I just know, like, if, if you like someone, if you're a Jewish person living in Johannesburg who hasn't been from, you know, like in your twenties, and you have a lot of problems in your life, and you can't put yourself together with certain relationships, and whatever it is, that's the scenario. Now you want to start picking yourself up. Do you have to do it? Um, do you have to do it in order? In other words, is, should you not keep Shabbos until you sort out as a human being, or can you start keeping mitzvahs? Let's say you keep mitzvahs and go So the question is, does there have to be a sequence? In other words, what happens if a person isn't psychologically healthy? 
and now he wants to start keeping turn. He's got major issues in his life, and he's not that he's, he's got he has major anger outbursts. He can't hold yeah. down the job, yeah. so now he wants to start entering into the field of Torah. So what do you say to him? You say, listen, buddy, you're wasting your time. Go sort yourself out, and then come back. Or do you say to him, listen, you know, you can stop eating trapes, you can start eating kosher, you can keep Shabbos, and then at, at the same time, simultaneously work on yourself. Okay, so that's, that's a practical question. You have to have the individual in front of you. And certain people, certain people, if you try to bring them into Torah too, too soon, you'll just make them worse and they'll go crazy. And other people, they'll need the stability which it provides, and at the same time, they can sort out the issues. So that's a really case by case situation. There's a very big difference between there's a very big difference between between being dysfunctional and having a psychological issue. Everyone alive today has got issues, but not everyone alive today is dysfunctional. The requirement for Torah is functionality. That's called it's called a das that you understand, that you chap, that you know the world. Right? If you don't have that, you can't function in the world, you're dysfunctional, then there's a big question about what Torah can do and how can and it do it. You can say that around as well. Is that people who keep Torah, 